Hello everyone, uh, welcome to this podcast. I'm Kunal Singh. I'm affiliated with the MIT Security Studies program. I, I'm a PhD candidate there. I'm talking to Seema Sirohi, who is a Washington DC based columnist for Economic Times. She has covered India-US relations for like three decades now. So uh, we're going to discuss today about the COVID mismanagement in India and what does that tell about India's worthiness as a partner to the US and to the Quad grouping. Um, so uh, this this topic just recently emerged uh, because of an article in Financial Times which said that India's credentials are now being questioned after its COVID mismanagement. What are your initial thoughts, Seema? Well, uh, see, my first thought about uh, this whole controversy is that uh, the American administration and American diplomats are well aware of uh, India's capacities, you know, whichever sector you want to look at. Um, they acknowledge the structural problems, but they don't want to uh, sort of emphasize them beyond a point, uh, at least not in public. So for them, the glass is half full. Um, the question is whether it's useful to focus on the negative uh, when the overwhelming objective for the US is to counter China. Right. I, I think that makes sense because I think there should be some clarity about what exactly is the objective of Quad and what is the expectation from each member of the Quad. You know, so like unlike NATO, for example, which has an which is a large grouping. So like Estonia, Lat Latvia and different countries are part of which from which there is not much expectation of a individual contribution. Quad is just like a four member grouping. So each member is supposed to be bringing something to the table, right? Um, so if if that is the case, then it makes sense to have expectations out of India, out of the US, out of Australia and Japan as well. So, but as far as we know in public, I don't think the Quad members have formed up different expectations as of yet. And unless that happens, you know, unless we know... Uh, that India is expected to bring this to the table. We don't know if India is like a worthy partner or not. And the same just goes for the other other members of the grouping as well. For example, if the expectation is to bring, you know, a fighting force to the South China Sea, then it probably doesn't matter whether India fought COVID well or not, because in India, which would have dealt COVID well, also would not have agreed to send a fighting force to South China Sea. So I think some of this confusion is because we don't know what is expected of each member of the group. And uh, I, I think you're right. Um, but I would like to add one point. Um, you know that India faces um, uh, constant challenges from both Pakistan and China. India is like on the front line of the two most important geopolitical concerns. One is the challenge uh, of China and the other is uh, the terrorism factories of Pakistan. So, uh, and India has been in a tense border standoff with China for more than a year. Uh, no other country is confronted uh, with the China problem as India is. Uh, and uh, to top it all, China and Pakistan, they work in tandem to create trouble for India. 
so facing this twin challenge alone uh, makes india a worthy member of the quad i would think yeah i think i think that i think that china issue on the border definitely makes sense for like last one year or more india is the indian troops are right there on the border covid or no covid and uh, like the border frictions are not yet completely resolved but uh, but you're right in saying that india actually feels an army which faces china each and every day so militarily speaking no other quad member does that no other quad member has an army that stands eyeball to eyeball at several points across a very long disputed border and and if some some like uh, studies are to be believed if if there were to be a war in, in the himalayan front india would give back as good as it gets like it's it is not it's not something it's not a rival that china can happily push over right uh, and uh, let me just make one last point sure. uh, we all have to remember that the united states has made a bet on india something that we've been hearing since the administration of george w bush and uh, presidents after bush have repeated this mantra um, so you know uh, american policy makers are well aware of india's shortcomings benefits advantages whatever have you so uh, i don't think we need to educate them on that true and and if we list down the negatives of each country there will be plenty to list down and everyone can be disqualified by that uh listing process so yes if if the us presidents have made a bet on india they should perhaps tell what their expectations are until until then we don't know but it was great talking to you thank you thank you